Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's guest is one of the most notorious contestants to ever appear on CBS's Big Brother. He is a dedicated and driven business mogul and a very popular social media influencer. Today's guest is Zach Rant. Zach, how are you doing? Dude, I am doing fabulous. Thank you so much for the intro, my man, dude. I love it. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. So kind of my first question for you is, what is new in your life, I guess? You've kind of sort of shied away, I guess, from the public limelight a little bit, but you're still very present on social media and in business and everything. So kind of fill myself and my audience in on what you've been up to. Absolutely. So over the past three and a half, four years, uh, I've been doing real estate brokering deals, rentals, leases, sales, businesses, commercial space, rental income properties, you know, duplexes, quadplexes is, is where I really specialize. And then just living my life. Obviously, like you mentioned, I don't readily post on Instagram like I used to uh, for multiple reasons, but I am just doing well and focusing on my health and focusing on you know, getting better as a person, and I'm still creating my business. Like you mentioned, like, real estate mobile, I've, I've done over 100 transactions in the last three years, which wow. I'm very proud of. But at the end of the day, I have a humble mindset, and I have a lot of patience, and I realize that even though it's three years in the business and I've done a lot of business, it's important to realize that I'm still learning and I'm still growing, and I can still get better every single day as a real estate agent, and I can still learn a lot more as a real estate agent. So I'm kind of just, I feel like I'm just, like, starting out my career, man. Uh, but anything new as far as, like, reality-wise or anything, I'm watching Big Brother. I'm trying to keep up with it. Um, spend a lot of time with my friends and my family, going to the pool, playing tennis, playing golf, hitting the beach, hitting the gym. Actually, I just registered for a marathon, so I'm running a marathon on February wow. 9th in Miami. So that's new. I'm training for that, which is always fun. Um, but a lot of the same stuff I did before Big Brother, you know, just doing stuff I love, which is work, connecting with people, playing sports, spending time with my friends. So, yeah. So I you mentioned watching Big Brother this season. I know it's very early. Do you have a favorite, I guess, in this season or someone who sticks Do out to you? I have a favorite. That's a good question. I, I, as far as, like, a favorite that I like the best, yeah. I don't want to answer that yet because it's still way too early. Favorite as far as who I think is going to win, obviously way too early. But I do like Jackson, the cowboy guy. He's definitely a beast of a competitor, and you got to respect respect that i love how he always you know keeps mentioning to the other guests that he's here to win and he has no problem saying that to other people so i guess if i if i had to pick a favorite i'd pick jackson see i'm a little i guess different on that perspective of a uh, similar to i guess your season is i think someone to watch is nick he said like he's a therapist you know he can kind of play that mental game similar to i think derek did in your guys this season so I think he's kind of the guy I have pinpointed right now as someone who could win. But I definitely see Jackson, Jack, and, like, Annalise as some of the people I've already been drawn to and kind of are rooting for, I guess. So I guess kind of a question for you based on Big Brother is now that it's been a few years since you were on the show, who are you still in touch with from the show? 
everyone. We have a BB-16 text group that we text in every once in a while. But as far as, like, who I stay in touch with closely, I would say Frankie, obviously, um, Caleb, Cody, and Derek are the people I talk to the most. And I actually just recently reconnected with Hayden, believe it or not. Hayden, uh, Hayden and I, um, after Big Brother, kind of left on bad terms. I don't, I don't think we liked each other, uh, you know, when Big Brother ended. And, and we never really talked and, like, unfollowed each other on Instagram, which, you know, these days kind of says a lot. And uh, we didn't really have a relationship. And I don't want to say there was any animosity between us, but we just didn't really like each other. But... I think about a month or two ago, he reached out to me that he was going to be in South Florida, and he thought we should connect, and we spoke on the phone, and we had about a 30- to 45-minute conversation on the phone that was nothing but positive and, and great things to say about each other and kind of just filling each other in on what's going on in our lives. And, you know, so that, that honestly felt really good to reconnect with him. Um, but, yeah, Frankie, Caleb, Cody, and, and Derek are the people I talk to the most. One thing I noticed... Um from your season is I was in prep for the interview I was kind of going back watching some clips and everything and looking is you were not shy about I don't know how to word this how you felt about the other house guests I guess because there was definitely obvious on TV I guess how you felt about like Frankie Caleb Derek like they were your bros like you were gonna stick up for them and then like people like Devin Amber um some of the other ones I mean Uh you went viral with some of the stuff you said to them. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was, it's, it's funny. I I wasn't really too strategic with my words and my actions, and I don't know what happened that summer. It was kind of a blur, and I can't explain any of my game moves. I can't explain anything I did. I can't explain anything I said because, A, I don't know what I was thinking at the time. B, I probably wasn't thinking. C... I didn't really have a strategy going into it. And D, it, it, it all kind of just came out. Like, I, I'm a very open, transparent type person. What you see is what you get. I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I tell people, you know, as it is, take everything face value. So I just kind of, like, let let it go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Which, you know, which is a good thing. It's a good quality. I believe it's a good quality trait, to be honest, transparent. So another question I guess I have for you is if you could change one thing though from that season that could have maybe won it for you, what do you think it would have been? When I stole the eight ball, that was the destiny. Hmm. When I decided to steal the eight ball just trying to be funny and pretend I'm the saboteur because I wasn't the saboteur. When I stole that eight ball, I, that really fucked me. Then everyone had a reason to, you know, vote me out and whatnot. So if I had to change one thing, I would not have taken the, the eight ball from the freaking pool table. Hmm. One sec. My next question for you is kind of in relation to, I saw on social media you have a relationship with Gary Vaynerchuk. And he's someone, personally, I admire for his business skills and everything. What kind of drew you to him, and what is your guys' relationship or friendship like? Who is the, sorry, what was the first part of the question? Um, I saw on social media and everything your relationship with Gary Vaynerchuk, and I was kind of curious about what your guys' relationship was like as someone, because I admire him as well. Yeah, he, he is an amazing person, definitely a role model for me. 
I, I wish he could be my mentor as far as our relationship. We don't have much of a relationship. It was kind of a spontaneous um, meeting that happened between us. I sent him a lot of support via Instagram, and his team reached out to me and said, hey, Zach, if you want to come up to the office and you know take a picture with Gary, you're more than welcome. And my response was, great, I'll be on a plane in the next two hours with my response. Um, and they just loved that. They said, fine, you know, you want to come here today? You can come here tomorrow. And I got on a plane. I met Gary B. It was only supposed to be a 10-minute or 5-minute, like, conversation with a picture. And it turned into, like, an hour sit down. I Honestly, I think he, like, canceled his next meeting because we were just vibing on such good frequencies together. It was such a good positive vibe together. Um and he ended up recording it and posting a video of me on his Instagram, which I am completely honored by. Um, but he, for me, is like my number one role model. He is someone I look up to more than anyone. You know, I don't want to say anyone in the world, but he's definitely on my like top five list of people I'd want to have dinner with. And I really admire his perspective on life. It has nothing to do with his, his business mind, his intelligence when it comes to marketing. Like none of that is what I admire i obviously respect it but what i admire is his outlook on life where he has a lot of patience and he has a lot of humility and he is someone who you know is all about doing 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 but also focusing on what makes you happy like if fucking playing golf makes you happy then go play golf like everyone over the last 20 to 40 years is driven by money and money does not equal happiness. It's not a direct correlation between how much money you have and how much happiness you have. It's all about doing what you love and doing what means something to you. And that really hit me in the heart. And it changed the way I started living. Uh, I, you know, everything I listen to him, it changed the way I live. From instead of focusing on, you know, trying to get rich, like selling a bunch of $10 million houses, like I need to focus on what makes me happy. And obviously work too, because I got to pay my mortgage payments and shit. But at the end of the day, it's his, it's his attitude on life is what I admire most with Gary Vee. That's something very cool because I've had a couple guests on recently. We've talked a lot about like self-fulfillment and the mental state of it of like you could walk out of your life and have this much money you made or you could walk out knowing I did everything I wanted to and kind of chase my dreams and died trying in that sense and you were fulfilled. And a lot of people, as you said, are like money chasing and I like the model that Gary Vee adopts of like if the money's there, it'll come, but fulfillment and, you know, being happy should come first. So that was also a very... Absolutely. Happiness and health is the most important thing. You can't take your money with you when you die. And a lot of people that, sac- you know, to get rich, they sacrifice their health and they sacrifice their happiness. And that that doesn't bring them any value. And that's, that has no fulfillment and accomplishment in their life. And, you know, then when you think back, like, oh, shit, like, what did I even do over the last 30 years? You were, you know doing whatever you can to get rich and now you're rich and now you're not happy so you know and honestly like our our culture in america especially is changing dramatically like you know it used to be you know work 40 years and save money in your ira so you can retire when you're 67 and do the things you want but that's not the way it is anymore because we can make money online and we can make money being consultants and we can, we can make money, you know, drop shipping and Shopify stores and Instagram accounts. And, like, so many of these things, they have so much potential monetarily where it's like you can do what you want and make money these days. And Gary 
Harvey B is the epitome of that, dude. He's the epitome of that. He's just like a fucking stud, dude. I fucking love Gary and D, honestly. Like, eh, there's there's a bunch of people in this world that I really admire, like from the Dalai Lama to Barack Obama to fucking The Rock and like Dwayne Wade, like just name a few. And uh, Gary V, I think, is like the top of the top of the list for me. Yeah, Gary, I love his mindset and the way he operates. And yeah, there's a lot of people, you know, who do follow the similar mind. But he's like one of the prime examples of, yes, he came into a little bit of money, but he adapted that. He built Vayner Media, Vayner um, Sports Agencies. He's just kind of become the epitome of, like you said, a business mogul who's doing it to make himself happy and make other people's dreams mm-hmm. come true as well. Yep. And that's an absolute He's, he's not doing it for the money. He doesn't do it for the money. He does it because he yeah. enjoys the process. He does it because he loves working. He loves making deals. He loves helping people. He loves giving back. He never asks you to buy anything on his shit. If you want to buy it, you can buy it. I told him to his face. I was like, yo, I haven't bought any of your shit. And he said, good. I don't want you to buy my shit because you know what? You got so much more value out of just listening to my podcast every morning than buying my, you know, case with shoes. And and he really appreciated that. He, he's a fucking man, dude. Like, Gary Vee is a fucking man. I fucking love that guy. I definitely see a lot of kind of um, his ideals and everything in the way you run your life with the business side and even the social media side is a lot of um, social or celebrities, I guess, especially that come from like reality shows, they suddenly come into a big social media fan base and everything, especially in a situation Mm -hmm. where Big Brother and you built a absolute monster of a social media fan base and you've not used it for the wrong reasons you've used it as a way to say well this is my life and i don't really care what you think about it but i'm chasing mm-hmm. my goals and doing it and i absolutely admire that as well so that's something i just felt like thank I you say. my man thank you i appreciate that so you have mentioned you play golf i do want to know are you a good golfer are you a hacker what where do you stand in that Dude, i'm a fucking stud on the course <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. Let me let me like boost myself up real quick. I'm a fucking stud out there. All right, I kill it. I shoot like you know high seventies, low eighties, but wow. I hit the ball really well. Yeah, I mean I grew up playing golf. I grew up in South Florida. I grew up on the golf course. Like had a club in my hand since I was like six years old. So you know, not trying to like brag about my skills. I think anyone that starts playing golf when they're six years old is gonna be pretty good. You know, but I, I just love golf. It's just so much fun being out there with the bros. Drinking beers, fucking talking about women, freaking, you know, the whole, the whole shebang bang. The golf course is, is my temple. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I just started playing, I guess, two years ago. I started playing for our school, and, you know, I've just gotten more and more <laughs> into it. And I play with my friends, and, you know, it's an amazing sport because it's something you can play even when you're 60, 70 years old and you yep. can still hold a club and yep. still play great. But um, I got to say, 70s, 80s, holy crap, you should be on the pro tour. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my man. So you said golf. Are there any other sports you watch, you play, that you are very into as well? I love tennis, dude. I love tennis. Tennis is probably my favorite sport to play. It just requires a lot of athleticism, you know, um, dude, I love all sports, bro. But, but but golf and tennis are my favorite too. Do you have a favorite, you know, football, basketball, baseball teams? Uh, yeah, I'm like a Miami, you know, Miami Dolphins, Marlins, um, pretty much a Heat, obviously. 
Well, how do you feel? The Heat, the Heat got Jimmy Butler. I, I believe it's yeah. almost official. Butler is going to the Heat. That's a big yes. for them. That is huge. I mean, we're still not going to be good, and like we're not going <laughs> to be able to beat the Nets, so it doesn't really matter, but it's cool to see him in a Heat jersey. That's something I I didn't see. I just did my NBA free agencies. Actually, it came out yesterday. This was going to come out this weekend. Um, my NBA free agency predictions, and I had him going to the Sixers, but I didn't see the Heat coming, and it was something I really I actually think that was one of those things we were just talking about fulfillment and happiness. He may not win a ring with the Heat, but he's going to be happy with the Heat. He wants to be in Miami, and he wants to be in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So exactly, bro. Another question I guess I have for you, kind of related back to the Big Brother thing, is if they do do a, um, I guess, not a celebrity season, but like an all-star type season, and they did call you up, would you go back on the show? Absolutely not. <laughs> they couldn't pay me a hundred grand to on that show. And why is that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main reason is I don't want to be famous, like, I don't want to be, not saying Big Brother people are famous, but they're, they're kind of famous, you know? Like, I don't want to be in the limelight. I don't want people caring what I do. I don't, honestly, if I lost all my followers tomorrow, I swear to God, I wouldn't care. Like, I just don't care about other people admiring me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm nobody, bro. I'm just living my life, just playing golf and playing in real estate. Like, I don't need anyone's approval. I don't need anyone's, you know, money i don't need anyone's likes you know it's, it's just weird like that's just and i'm not the only person that thinks that way i know there's other people that are like not really into the whole being famous type thing but i and you, you can't have that like if you go on the show you're putting yourself out there like you're asking for it you know what i mean so yeah you you can't have both you can't have both, you know it's, it's you can't have both things you can't go on the show and live a normal life if you go on the show, you're asking for followers, you're asking to be, you know, put on blast, you're asking to be famous, like, you have obligations to show up at places, and I just don't want that, you know? So what ultimately led you in the first place to go on the show, then? $500,000. <laughs> but now I don't even care about that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that, like, that's literally, that is literally the perfect way to describe it. Like, I love you ask that question, because, like, I originally went on because I wanted 500 grand. But now, I didn't give a shit about that. You know what I mean? So, like, I, there's no way I would go on Big Brother. No way. So a question that often gets asked a lot, like, especially to business side of things, is what is, you know, the, maybe not the 10-year plan, but the five-year plan for you? Right, the five-year plan for me? And, and I, I got, you, you could, I could talk about this forever. My five-year plan, nothing's going to change in my life. I'm still going to be wearing the same clothes. I'm still going to be wearing the same shoes. I'm still going to be driving the same car. I'm still going to live in my same-ass one-bedroom apartment that I bought. Like, nothing's going to change. But you know what's going to change? My banking account. Because I'm getting better and better, and I'm making more and more money as time goes on. And, yeah, I'll, like, invest it and stuff. You know, max out my IRA. Like, nothing risky. Like, I'm not going to, like, you know... I don't think I'm going to buy... Like, right now, I own two pieces of real estate. Like, I'm not going to probably buy more real estate. But as far as my life goes, I'm going to be waking up at 4.30 in the morning still. I'm going to be hitting the gym at 5 a.m. I'm still going to be doing real estate. I'm still going to be playing tennis and golf. You know, I might be really healthy. Maybe, like, I'll be running Ironmans or, like, winning triathlons. But five-year plan, dude, nothing's changing, bro. 
I'm still going to be the same old fucking dude. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to be happier. My bank account's going to be a little more fat. But besides that, dude, like, I don't have... This is the thing with me. Like, I know I'm going to be a New York Times bestselling author. Like, I know I'm going to make, you know... I don't want to say millions of dollars. I know I'm going to change millions of lives through my story, through the, you know, my positivity, through me just being, you know, living proof of the law of attraction and things like that. But that all is going to come with in my like late forties, you know, mid fifties, like I'm going to be Tony Robbins. Like I'm going to be, and I, I expect it and I want that. And I want to make a huge impact on the world. I don't want like you or anyone that's listening to this think that like, Oh, I'm just complacent and like happy living my life because I am happy living my life, but I also know that we're only limited by our own beliefs. And my beliefs are that I, I, I'm going to change the world, bro. I'm going to write a book that, that, that 10 million people are going to buy. Like, I'm going to be selling out freaking, you know, 10,000, 20,000 seats in arenas, you know, public speaking. I'm not saying I'm going to do that in five years. It might be later on in my life. But I also know that the only thing that, that is, is definite in life is change. And our economy is changing drastically. Technology is changing drastically. The global climate is changing drastically. And things that we care about right now, which is like money and Instagram followers, are not going to matter when Miami's underwater. So I'm, I'm, I'm like a big thinker. I'm a deep thinker. I'm very philosophical. You know, I'm, I'm like more, more becoming more Buddhist every single day, like, I want to move to Tibet and, like, just live at, like, a Buddhist Zen monastery for three months. Like, there's a lot of shit I want to do, but there's also a lot of shit that I don't know about. And I'm very intrigued and, like, inspired by things I don't know about. But to answer the question, five-year plan, bro, nothing's going to change except my bank account. Like, I'm not going to, like, I don't have any aspirations to, like, do huge things in the next five years because I'm going to live to be 120. You know, like when I'm 32, like I'm still young as fuck. Like I might have a kid, like I want to have a kid, like maybe I'll have a kid or like get married or something. But as far as like lifestyle, bro, I'm going to be waking up at 430 in the morning every day for the rest of my life. Like I'm going to be playing golf, playing tennis, wearing like Nike golf polos for the rest of my life. Like I'm never going to be rocking Gucci or, or expensive that shit just because that doesn't impress me. You know, like, I don't care about things like that. So I'm not in, like, a rush to, like, be super rich, if that makes sense. Hmm. I don't know. Sorry I'm not going off the tangent, but that, does that answer your question? Yes. Well, that- so my next yeah. question for you is about mental health. I saw on your social media you got mental health certified, and I just wanted to hear what inspired you to do that and elaborate to myself and my audience what um yeah absolutely so one of my uh really close friends uh rodney lafoy jr he was on survivor a couple years before i was on big brother um went through a lot of the same things that i went through post uh, reality tv life where you know it's, it's not something you can explain it's not something you can prepare for but at the end of the day you know, I deal, or I was dealing with a little bit of depression and anxiety after Big Brother, and uh, my boy Rodney uh, is really spreading the message heavily on social media, and he's doing great work at schools across the country, speaking and spreading awareness. And, uh, you know, I just told him, listen, dude, I love everything you're posting. I love your message. I love your mission. I love your purpose, and it's something I want to get behind. And uh, he presented me with the opportunity to become a certified mental health counselor. And I jumped on it. And, uh, you know, mental health is just as important as your physical health. And we all deal with, you know, some sorts and, you know, 
degrees of depression and anxiety, and it's important to make sure that you know how to deal with it. It's important to, you know, end the stigma behind mental health. It's important to raise awareness for something that you're passionate about. And mental health is something that is important to me because I've gone through a little bit of it myself. And if I can not only help others by spreading the message, but, you know, kind of keeping myself accountable and helping my own mental health. So there's many reasons why um, I decided to do that. And I'm going to continue to push this message, uh, you know, for the rest of my life. That was a really, really cool thing to do. And it's a real issue. Like I wrote a paper on it actually for school about the stigma behind mental health. And it's kind of what stops a lot of people from getting help, and that's a problem, and it needs to be something that kind of gets erased. Mm-hmm. So my last question for you, and it's kind of a bigger picture one, is in the end, what is the legacy you want to leave? What is the legacy I want to leave on the earth? Yes. I have huge plans to make a massive positive impact on this earth to tens of millions of people. How am I gonna do that? I'm not really sure, but I do know one thing. If I just focus on my days, day in and day out, and I focus on being consistent, always being present, always striving for greatness and and learning and, and growing and becoming a better person, giving, being compassionate to others, sharing suffering with others, going out of my way to help other people and live with a sense of altruism where you have unconditional love for all humans, animals, plants. I know that I will make a massive impact because our culture is moving more towards money likes on Instagram to health and happiness because the stigma of working nine to five until you're 67 and then retire to do what you want is no longer a real thing. You mix that with, you know, colleges, I wouldn't say going out of business, but colleges are not as, you know, important anymore. Um, my legacy is going to be defined by the unconditional love, positive energy, and, you know, I, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what my legacy is going to be, but I know that I'm going to leave a huge legacy because I'm laser focused and I'm super intentional about being the best person I can be where I am right now. And I do that every single second of every single day. And I have seen amazing results already over the past 18 months to three years. Right after Big Brother, I was a lot puppy, bro. I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I didn't know what my why was. I didn't know what I was trying to accomplish every day. But right now, every single day when I wake up, I say, how can I be the best person I can be? What would God want to see me do today? If I were to die today, what would people say at my funeral? You know, it's important to give every single day everything you got. Leave all your blood, sweat, and tears on the field because the biggest regrets in life aren't the things that you did do. It's the things that you didn't do. So I want to make sure when I'm 96 and I'm laying on my deathbed and I have all my family around me, I want to make sure that I can look my family in the eye and say, you know what, I gave life my all. And I think that I have enough talent, skills, and and personality that if I focus on just being the best person I can be, I'm going to make a huge impact. I've already made a, a minor impact on a lot of people's lives through so many different, through so many different ways, you know, just my positivity and, and just 
just sharing messages on Instagram, you know, I get so much positive feedback from so many people like, oh my God, like, thank you for posting that today. I really need to see that. That got me through the day. And if everyone just gives back, that's what people don't understand. It's like, you know, if we were all just had a giving nature instead of a taking nature, and we all wanted to help others instead of people helping us, if we all did that, if 100% of the human race, and I'm not talking Americans, I'm not talking Floridians, I'm not talking white people, I'm not talking black people, I'm talking the human race, bro. We're one big family, humans, you know? Muslims in Iran and Pakistan and, you know, Catholics in South America and Christians in Canada and Jews in Boca Raton. We're all humans. We need to think like we're one big family. How are we going to protect this earth? How are we going to make sure that we don't continue to destroy our planet at a rapid pace? What are we going to do about it? You know what I mean? We all got to make sure that that's something that's important to us. Because when we all start giving and giving and giving and giving and giving, we all get it back tenfold. That's what people don't understand. In order to make a lot of money, you got to give a lot of money. In order to get a lot of things, you got to give a lot of things. It doesn't start by taking. It starts by giving. And if we all started giving, we would all flourish. We would all thrive. The economy would be incredible if we all just gave, 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 gave. So whatever I can do to help perpetuate that new like cultural movement and like the paradigm shift between putting money in your IRA to retire at 67 to living healthy and happy and just giving and, and, and loving all the plants, animals, trees, and birds. You know what I mean? And that brings me so much love and so much positive energy and so much goodness in my, in my heart. And because I, I live those things and because I care about the things and because I appreciate those things, I know I'm gonna live longer and I'm healthier. Because there's not a negative bone in my body. There's not a negative nerve in my body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be positive, full of great energy. I'm going to put out good karma so good karma comes back. And it's not that I'm doing it selfish, selfishly. I'm doing it because I want everyone else to do it. So whatever I can do to, you know, leave that legacy. And, and it doesn't start with me. There's so many other people that have already done all these things. I mean, I'm just learning from the greats. You know, this isn't something that I just pulled out of my ass. You know, I'm pulling this out of the 25 books I've already read this year. And I'm pulling this out of, you know, all the YouTube videos I watch of Gary Vee, Robin Sharma, you know, Tony Robbins, and, and all these other guys that are just really leaving a legacy. And I don't have any limiting beliefs. I don't think that, you know, I'm only capable of, you know, getting rich. No, I'm, I'm capable of anything I put my mind to. And my beliefs are not limited or bounded by anything. If I want to be, you know, the richest, most powerful, most giving philanthropist in the world, I believe I can do that. If I want to have more money than Bill Gates, I believe I can do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that is, is what we call hope. That's hope. And with hope, anything is possible. So I guess my real, what I'll leave everyone with is that I have so much hope for human, human, the human race, and I have so much hope for, for planet Earth. And I have so much hope that we can end, you know, wars between countries, and we can stop killing animals, and we can stop, you know, killing the rainforest. I have hope that we can turn all that around, you know? And it starts with one person. It starts with one person who, who shared the message with me, and I'm going to share the message with everyone else. 
Well, Zach, I do not doubt at all that you will accomplish all you set out to. You are absolutely driven and motivated to do that, and I don't doubt you're going to have a ton of success in the future. Before we close out, I do want to give you an opportunity to plug your social medias to my audience. If you please say anything else you want to close out with before we end it off and give you the platform to say whatever you please quickly. Absolutely. Dylan, I first want to say thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. It, it honestly, I'm, I feel honored and I feel, you know, blessed that people like you are reaching out to me to, to hear what I have to say. So I want to thank you first, dude. I really appreciate it for having me on. And um, my Instagram is uh, Zach Rancy. Um, you can check me out on YouTube. You can find me on my website, ZachRance.com. I am a real estate agent, so if anyone you know is looking to buy or sell homes in South Florida, please contact me. And, um, again, I, I really enjoyed this. You did a great job. I think um, if there's anything else I can do for you to, to help you get other people on your podcast, I'll do that. And uh, it was a real pleasure. I enjoyed the time talking to you, Dylan. Thank you again, Zach, for coming on the show. It was a lot of fun.